From the summit in Miami, Florida, the Corps presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Kendra Cook, Chad Lubin, and Patrick Conway. Today's topic, Leads, Part 1. The WOW Checklist is what we're going to learn first. This is Kendra Cook on the WOW Checklist. Take it away, Kendra. All right. So the first question I have for you is how many of you love to cold call? Okay, there's a couple of people worried that are going to need prayer after this session, okay? <laughs> Nobody likes the cold call. What are you doing? So one of the things that I love about the core is um, Rick's going to talk about our referral program, but over 100 of you were referred to us. So we, we do zero marketing other than just our social media, our personal pages. And when I came to the core, I was spending tons of money, right? I was chasing business, and I wasn't attracting it. And what I learned is there's three reasons people don't refer us. It's pretty simple. Number one, you don't ask. It cracks me up that you guys will mail to your database or you will have a client party and you're like, well, I don't want to stand and ask him for a referral. What are you doing? You got in the business because we love people, yet you don't want to call them? Does that not seem strange to you? Right? So number one, we don't ask. Number two, they don't know how. I saw a stat in 2021 that said 40% of people in America don't need a referral to get paid. Think about that for a second. 40% of the people in your database do not work off referrals. That means somebody else is driving traffic to them. Does anybody have that kind of business in this room? No, it's our job to generate leads and educate them on how to refer us. We talk about the triangle for trust. We talk about all kinds of lowering the bar, ways to close for more deals, yet we don't educate them on how to do that, how to refer us. And the third one is we don't wow them, which I get the privilege of talking about today, which tells me if you're understaffed, you cannot service all areas of your business by yourself. So you're not returning your calls promptly. You're not getting closing gifts where they're supposed to be. You're not showing up where you're supposed to be. Because we don't wow them through the process, why do they want to refer your friends and family to Why do they want to refer their friends and family to you? So that's what we're going to talk about today. A warm business creates attraction versus the chase, right? It costs less money to work with people who know, like, and trust you. They refer up, meaning they refer a higher price range because they refer their family and friends, which means we get a higher commission. We make a little more money, Okay. Higher conversion. Rick just talked about this. Listen, if you're going to chase cold leads and convert them at 5%, I would find another job. I want to generate 40 leads, and I want to convert 40% of those leads. And let me just tell you, it's a heck of a lot more fun to work with somebody who you know versus chasing someone who's not loyal. Everybody agree with that? All right. So let's talk about some systems on our WOW checklist. I'm going to talk about three systems that you can implement in your business Today, today, we gave you the forms. They're very easy. You scan that QR code on when you get home, and you're ready to go. The first one is the all about you form. I love when people say, well, I got all these all about you forms. I don't know what to do with them. If you set an appointment, whether you're a realtor and you're going to someone's house, or you're doing a buyer consultation, lenders, you have somebody coming in to do their loan application, you send them this via email with a video that says why you want it. Listen, I pride myself on working with warm, 
clients that are referred to me. I want to take great care of you. This will help me be better prepared for your appointment when you meet with me. You send that video out. It's a staple video. The thing that cracks me up is we don't do videos because we're like, we don't have time. You cut one video, and every time your RP or your LP sends out this form via email with a video from you that introduces the form, they fill it out, and it comes back to you. Now, guess what happens when they walk in the door? It looks like this. Their name is on a welcome board. There's a handwritten card and a little something that they like off of their All About You form. I learned this from Rick. As a realtor, we always want to spend tons of money, and we want to wow them through the experience, when all we needed to do was spend a dollar on some chocolate or gummy bears or Swedish fish, right? We want to overcomplicate everything because we think it makes a bigger impact. How many of you love the little things that your spouse or your partner or your team does for you? Right? I'm a random acts of service. Just go pick up my dry cleaning. I don't want to sit in the line. Right? It's the little things that we take for granted. So there's a welcome board. Welcome, Kendra. Here's a handwritten note and a little snack until I come out or as the RP, I'm sorry, as the lender or the realtor to get them to have the presentation. Does that make sense? If you're going to their house, when you walk in, you just slide over the note and a candy and they're there. It's the same thing. How many of you think you could add that very easily? Simple system, right? All right. Here's the big tip of the day. Guess who else that works for? Your staff. Your staff. I love that my team, I have three RP1, I'm sorry, well, they're like RP1s, they're administrative assistants, but my uh, concierge in level one, when we have somebody join our team, they get a sign printed. We all sign it. They get their favorite uh, candy. We decorate their cubicle. They feel welcome. You know how awkward it is to go into your first job or your next job and nobody knows you and you're just walking in like, here I am, right? It works for your VIPs and your teams too, all right? Tip number two. We need your help form. Cracks me up. We need your help form. We don't ask. They don't know how. You get to knock out number one and number two reasons why people don't refer you with this one form. Okay? This form is introduced at the presentation. So when you come in, you have a conversation that looks like, hey, I was referred to you by Mike and Tracy. What did they tell you about me? I'm so excited to work with you. I pride myself on working with warm referral-based business. Therefore, I take care of two clients, and I won't let either one of you down. Right? Now, when you're making your status calls, people say all the time, well, I can't ask him for a referral. The deal's not done. No offense, guys, but sometimes the screw-up happens right at the end. So when we wait to ask for the referrals at the end, whether it's our fault or not, It's a reflection of us, right? So if we plant the seed on the front end, we're going to take great care of you. We need two referrals from you. And we're going to ask throughout the process when we're making those status calls, are we doing a good job for you? Is there anyone else that you know we can help? Don't forget the form I gave you. If you think of somebody, jot it down or text their information so I can call them. It's a really easy, simple, simple system to implement. Use it at the presentation, follow up throughout the process, watch what happens to your lead count. All right, so we in the core, step number three, have a WOW checklist. You have a copy of it in your book. There's about ten items on it. I'm just going to share a couple real quick ones with you that you can implement. Now, mind you, how much money have you spent so far with the two systems I gave you? 
$2, some candy. So stop saying it's about the money. It's not. It's about the process that we don't have to make these things happen. Simple enough? All right, so I want to give you a couple more really quick as my time runs down. The honor driveway call. The honor driveway call. As rates have moved up, we know shopping is a thing. As realtors, commissions are being compressed. People are shopping. This is really easy. You do the presentation. You take the application. They're leaving your office or you're leaving their driveway. You pick up the phone. And you call them and you say, hey, Gavin, thank you so much for your time today. I know you had a 1,000 realtors in this market and you chose me. I'm super grateful. I'm going to take great care of you. Are there any last-minute questions before I drive away? Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to serving you. That's it. That is it. Guys, people have fear. When they are signing those applications, whether they're selling their house or they're making an application on their next purchase for a home, there's fear. Rick talked about that. So how do we eliminate that fear? Because the first thing that's going to happen to them is they're going to tell everybody at work, oh, I got pre-qualified for a loan. Oh, my gosh, I listed my house yesterday, and what does everybody say to them? Did you use my friend? Hey, I've got a sister who just got licensed who needs a paycheck, right? And so then they want to all help them. we got to eliminate that fear where they feel comfortable they made the best choice when they walked out. Fair enough? All right, next one, weekly status calls. If you're a level three student and you're not making your status calls, be honest, raise your hand. Why? Why? This is the best place to say, hey, am I taking great care of you? I want to earn the right to get referrals from you for years and years down the road. If I'm not taking care of you, let me know how to fix it right now. We survey every single client and we call them every single week. When Rick asked me to come to the core and take over his level one department and kind of fix it, one of the things that I realized is they had none of Rick or I or anybody at that level. So everybody that comes on as a level one student, I call them and welcome them. And I send them the we need your help form. We drive a relationship-based business. It's very important to us. It saves us a lot of money. We take great care of our clients. How many of you are level one students in here right now? A bunch of you. Thank you for trusting us and coming. Hopefully you did get my call and my we need your help form when you join. All right. So you're going to call your clients every single week. We do status calls on Tuesday. Are we taking care of you? What can we do better? Here's where that sets you apart. How many of your competition are being reactive versus proactive? Right? We sit and wait for a problem to come, and then we address it. How about you call them on Tuesday and be reactive and address any issues they have? And this is the Rick Ruby special. I learned it 16 years ago when I got here, uh, and I still use it now. Feed them. Show up on moving day with a couple pizzas, some drinks, and say, thank you for choosing us. We get in our own way, like, do they eat meat? Do they not eat meat? Should it be cheese? Should it be Diet Coke? Who cares? Make the effort to go there and present food to them on a hectic day. Make sense? So I promise you, you take one or two, at the most three of these, and you implement those three tactics... Over the next six months, and when I see you in November, you'll be like, I'm making a lot more connections, and I'm gaining a lot more referrals, referrals, uh, warm referrals. Does that make sense? All right. Thank you guys so much.
All right, I have the opportunity to uh, introduce one of my dear friends. Uh, when Chad and Kristen Lubin moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, like I did five year, about four years before them, they didn't have a lot of connections. And so my husband and I decided that we wanted to welcome them to North Carolina. And what I've learned about hanging out with Kristen and Chad is, number one, Chad is very clear, firm, and direct. Most of you could do uh, a lot better at that, whether it's at home or at the office. Number two is he is really always working. He is so dialed in. He's process-driven. But when he's at home, he's the best girl dad I know. Bring it up for Chad Lubin. Thank you, Kendra. Um, if you guys just didn't write down a ton of notes from that, that was awesome. Give it up for my girl, Kendra. Unbelievable. I got like a page of notes. I'm already halfway full. I'm here today to teach you how to acquire and break into new realtor relationships. And I have the honor and privilege of doing this because, as Kendra said, I moved to North Carolina. I forced this on myself. Uh, it's a blessing, but it's a curse all at the same time. So before any of you think you can go into a new market, dominate because you were good in your old market, I'm here to tell you it's not happening. It's the hardest thing I've done in business. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody really liked my what'd you say, uh, direct and brash approach. I had to adapt, I had to overcome, I had to create new systems in a new market. My Chicago direct style doesn't really work in the South. Uh, so I had to become better at the relationship. So I'm here today to teach you how to do this. I'm gonna teach you three things. Number one, how to meet 100 realtors. I gave you a program on page 10 exactly what to follow. So first, you need to be able to meet 100 realtors. I'm then going to teach you how to follow up with those 100 realtors. And then I'm going to teach you how to close 30 of them for business. So before I can tell you how to do that, i got to tell you why I did it. And it really was to pursue greatness. I wanted a better life for my family. I wanted to be around my business mentor, Rick. I wanted to be around my spiritual mentor, Roy Mason. I wanted to give back to a program and industry that has given me so much. Uh, see, the core training helped me through my worst moments of my life. Um, I call them turn-back moments. It's those moments where you can either press on and all the treasure, all the great things are on the other side of that adversity. But it feels very natural to quit if the pain you're going through at the time feels natural to quit. So mine was January 28, 2010. Uh, I had $330,000 of debt. I had uh, a business I was ashamed of. My dirty secret was I had never done a purchase deal in my first eight years in the business. Uh, I had no plan. I didn't have the core teaching me how to chase realtors. I didn't have the core teaching me how to count the money. I did not have the core to teach me to, do an, to be an expert. And I wanted to quit on all things in life. Uh, I believe if you believe in God and are a believer like me, he'll be there for you during those lowest moments. He was there for me, and the signs started to come. About 30 days later, six steps to financial freedom from the core training was given to me by a friend. It gave me hope that I could pay off that $330,000 of debt. Um, another, about 30 days later, the same colleague, he knew I was in trouble. Um, I wasn't in the core at the time. Sorry, Rick, I was pirating and burning the CDs, so I hope I add enough value today. Um, but it was how to acquire new realtor relationships. So it gave me hope that I could generate the income to pay off this debt. And third and most importantly, Kendra mentioned the love of my life, Kristen Lubin came into my life. Uh, she gave me all the hope, all the support that I needed. So that $330,000 of debt was not easy to pay off. 
Uh, I had to generate an income then in 2010 to pay off that debt, and I had to do it starting over in a new market. So how did I do it? I had to go and massively meet a lot of realtors. So the first way, guys, we're going to meet 100 realtors is we're going to go to open houses. I, my friend Jeremy Forcey, I spent some time with him the weekend, this weekend. We agreed we, we have all forgot how to sell. Guys, it's time to go back to sell. So we got to do a lot of work. Rick said 50 hours a week. I'm going to give you a 20-week program. Okay, so for two hours every Saturday, two hours every Sunday, we're going to go to open houses. So the first way we're going to meet 100 realtors is hit open houses. Now, we're going to do some target marketing towards some whale realtors. Okay, so you want to target market, find the realtor that you want to meet, and you want to build the tour of the other four open houses around meeting that whale realtor. Okay, so we're going to work for two hours on Saturday. We're going to work for two hours on Sunday. I see some disappointed faces in the room. we got to go to work. It's time to work 40 hours more. It's 40 hours over 10 weeks. Okay, so when we go to these open houses, we need to target that whale realtor, but we got to add value. Now, how many of you are hitting open houses right now? Show of hands. Okay, we need to do better. <laughs> so when we hit these open houses... We want to bring things of value. I bring five things. I either want to talk to them about it, but right now when I go in my new market, they're very busy. There's sometimes 40, 50 real, uh, buyers through that open house. So I want to leave some things of value. Remember, we're compiling a list of 100 people to follow up with. So I bring five things. I bring the wealth accumulator. These are all in your workbook, by the way. I bring the... Uh, return or the ROI on down payment. These are all financial lessons that Rick has taught us and that the core training has access to. I bring a cost of waiting analysis. It shows if interest rates and prices keep going up, what the net effect on those payments are going to be. I bring a real estate report card. I want to have tools to talk to them about or leave them some things to follow up with. I bring a rent versus buy comparison. And I bring... Um, a cost of waiting analysis, cost of waiting, rent versus buy. So those five things are things that I'm going to bring. So we're going to do this for 10 weeks. 10 open houses for 10 weeks equals our 100 realtors. Now we're going to need to supplement this list. There's going to be some fallout, okay? So we're going to sponsor our current realtor relationships broker opens. How many of you are starting to see some broker opens back in your market? Raise your hand. I'm starting to see a lot more pop up. So we want to leverage our current realtors and sponsor their broker opens, their open houses. We want to provide some things there of value, the five things I mentioned. We want to have lunch. We want to have a giveaway. We Remember, we're compiling contact information, okay? We also want to go on some buddy broker tours with those agents. If they're going out, if they're seeing their friends, uh, broker opens, open houses, you want to go with them. I have two whales in the room. Stephanie Lavelle, a good friend of mine for 13 years, we've worked together. She's a great level three uh, realtor student. The more I'm with her, the more I leverage that relationship, the more great realtors see me with her, the more relationships I'm opened up to. Phil Puma in Charlotte, North Carolina. The more I attach myself at the hip with him, the more people see me with him, the more people know I work with him, 
the more relationships in my new market I meet. It's super simple, guys. you got to leverage the current relationships you have into other great relationships. Okay, so we're going to do broker opens. We're going to do broker tours with our current agents. The third way we're going to meet 100 realtors is we are going to ask our current relationships for warm introductions. So once a week, or excuse me, once a month during my calls, I ask them for an introduction to someone that they think would value from the way we do business together. So there's a few ways I ask. Can you help me fill my lunch and learn? Can I come to your office and do a presentation for your team? And can you ask other realtors to come in? Could we do a buddy lunch? Could you bring them to lunch? And could I come along? I'll pay. Um, Can you come for coffee? So I want to ask once a month for warm introductions from our current realtors. The more I align myself with Stephanie, the more I align myself with Phil, the better relationships I have because they already have their relationships. We call it the triangle for trust in the core. We talked about it in our coaching meeting today. All the coaches raised their hands that they would take a meeting if it was warmly referred from one of us. So you got to be able to leverage your current relationships. So, guys, now we have our list of 100 realtors, okay? Now we got to follow up with them. How many are terrible at the follow-up? Do really good in the meeting, bad in the follow-up. So we got to follow up, okay? And we got to follow up a lot. So right now I have an A realtor list, a B realtor list, and a C realtor list. Oleg's my coach. You heard about the double greatness tracker. I swear I've been on like a one and a half greatness tracker with him all six months. Or all, yeah, all of six months of this semester. So the A realtor list, anyone that I've done a deal with in the last year. B realtor list, any realtor that I've done a deal where they were on the listing side. And the C realtor list is my prospect list. We're calling four hours per day. We're doing this on top of our theme day calls. We're having massive outreach. Okay, so I use a system called phone burner to make this much contact. Please don't confuse phone burner with a robo dialer. It is not. It is efficiency. Okay, that's all it is, is efficiency and countability. I don't leave the sly dial voicemail. I leave personalized voicemails. I like this system because I can call them. I can be accountable to my team who uploaded those calls. I can prove to them that I'm doing the work and be disciplined myself to the work. And I can drop, with a click of a button, a video and an invite to our next meeting. So, guys, when we follow up with these realtors, we have to add value. I don't like the bro call when I get it. How many of you know what the bro call is? I hate the bro call. Don't bro me when you don't know me. Don't act like we're best friends. Add value. Be relational, but don't go too far with it. So we're going to call account executive style when we call them. I've taken this from Oleg. It has changed my business in my new market. I'm proud to say this was the first month uh, in April that I closed more in the new market than I did in the old market. So these systems definitely work. We're going to hit four. Thank you. It's been a lot of work. We're going to hit four things when we call them. Any leads we have with them. So write down, I'm going to go over their leads. If I don't have one, I'm going to ask for one. I'm going to go over any pre-approved buyers I have with them who are out shopping for a home. I'm going to give them my tools. I do a $5,000 pre-approval guarantee. I do a 15-day close-on-time guarantee. I talk about appraisal gap coverage strategies a lot. I want to help them get the clients under contract quicker. I'm going to have something to invite them to, a mastermind or lunch and learn. 
and I'm going to have a go-to conversation. This is most important. Roy will tell you I share an office right next to him. He's like, oh my gosh, you make a lot of calls. And oh my gosh, you say the same thing over and over and over again. That's my go-to conversation. So I have a theme every week that I'm calling them on. I rotate four things. A program that I think could help them make more money. An industry update. The number one is a coaching tactic from my great colleagues that are realtor coaches. And any uh, underwriting update that I want to give them. So I rotate those four things. I do a video about it. And I drop it to them. So we're going to call account executive style. We're going to go over those four things. Okay? The second way we're going to call on realtors and follow up with them is what's called a 10 by 10 program. Danelle Riggs rolled this out at the last mega. You can get it from your core concierge. It's super duper simple. Send them something by snail mail like a book, call them. Send them a core podcast that we all get through text message, just forward it to them, and then call them about it. Send them a video, call them about it. Send them a core form, call them about it. So guys, I just gave you a 20-week program. 10 weeks of open houses, 10 weeks of follow-up. Okay, that's the second way we're going to follow up with them. Get the 10 by 10 program from uh, your core concierge. The third way that we're going to follow up, we got to get a coffee meeting. We got to get face to face. Now, I'm not very good on a first date. You can ask my wife back there. I just want to get a coffee because if I get lunch, I'm going to spill. I'm going to spit on them. She's shaking her head back there that that's true. I'm not very good on a first date. So I like getting the coffee. It's on neutral territory. Um, I bring the core realtor interview questions. It's in your workbook. Okay. Be interested in them, guys. Have a handout to give to them. Don't have a handout to get. Okay? So come with great questions. Do your research before you show up. We can all cheat with Facebook, LinkedIn, their website. We can ask our current realtors about them. Have some facts about them. Be interested in them, not interesting. Realtors in the room, how many times have you had a lender show up and throw up about how great they are, their low rates and their programs? You guys just love that, don't you? Yeah, see, they don't love it. So don't be that person. Come there with value, okay? Come there to find about them, find out about them. Don't talk about yourself. Third thing we need to do, guys, is we need to close them, okay? We need to close them and close hard. So I like getting a second meeting at the end of that first meeting. I want to have some hooks. Here's how I can help your business. Here's how I can help you make more money. Here's how I can help your buyers get under contract quicker. But I can't tell you about it right now because I need 30 more minutes of your time. So I like getting that closing meeting at their office. I want to have a PowerPoint. I want to have my team with me. I want to be dressed like this. I want to make a spectacle when I walk in. I use Casey Oynes' marketing packet. You can get it from your core concierge, okay? It's a professional presentation. Go over your lead flow. Go over your communication with them. Go over how HomeBot will help them get more listings. Whatever your superpower is, go over it with them, and then close and close hard. And here's how I close. I enjoyed my time here with you today. It's been an unbelievable experience. I know I can add value to your business. I'm not trying to kick your other lender out. I'm just asking for a job interview. Here's what the interview looks like. I need an opportunity at your next three buyer leads. I need 
a, I need you to attend one of my home buying consultations. I need you to see how I educate your clients. I need you to see how I eliminate any fears about them buying a home. And then I want you to go experience your other lender's home buying consultation. They never have one. And then we can get back together after you experience your other lender's consultation. You can then either hire me or fire me as your primary lender. Can I get a job interview? Can I, do you have a lead for me today? So guys, that's how we meet 100 realtors. That's how we follow up with 100 realtors. And that's how we close 30 of them to give us new business. I hope that poured into you and added value to these lenders today. Thank you. So next up, we got one more. Um, and then we'll give you guys a break. Patrick Conway is here to present on VIPs. And I can tell you I have the privilege of being one of Patrick's VIPs. I get great gifts. I get great honor calls. I truly feel like we're friends. Uh, I know I can call him when I'm in a dark place. I know he's always there to lift me up. He's a great father. He's an amazing realtor. But most importantly, he always makes me feel like a VIP. Give it up for Patrick. Well, I've got a ton of notes already. I've got like seven things I need to do right now. Anybody else feel the same way already? Oh my gosh. So Rick taps me on the shoulder. He's like, you get to be on the big stage and me not being egotistical at all. I'm joking. I'm like, yes, big stage. All right. So I'm thinking about it and I'm like, what am I going to do to impress the gigantic room? And I want something sexy and new and something that you guys are just going to be like, wow. And I have to tell you that Rick's right. We're in the meeting with Rick this morning. He's like, whoever dominates the basics the most with the best process in consistency will win. So I'm looking at my business from last year and did 222 transactions. 156 of them were directly related to my VIPs. So if you do the math on that, that's 70% of my business was directly related from VIPs. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got some sexy new things for you guys. Yes. And I start looking at it and I'm like, oh, none of that's exactly sexy. So I'm going to give you the first thing that I do. The first tactical thing that I do without fail is a VIP call. So for real, make VIP calls. For lenders, you guys are Friday, right? Friday VIP calls. So without fail, every single Monday I have to call at least 12. At least 12. Now in the core, we have benchmarks on did we do a good job or not. I need lots of pats on the back, so I need to know, hey, did I hit the mark? Give me a pat on the back. Tell me I did a good job. Monthly, that looks like a dashboard. So a dashboard is how much money you make per month and how much money you save per month. If you hit your dashboard in the month, it's like, whoo, good job. Weekly, it's a greatness tracker. Did I make my calls? Did I see my people? Did I write enough notes? Did I fill that bad boy up? And if I fill it up, whoo, I did an awesome job on a weekly basis. Now, I need a daily benchmark. So I gave myself a benchmark. It's simply this. Write it down. 15, 2, and 1. 15, 2, and 1. 15 excellent, great conversations. Two warm leads. Two warm leads. Not somebody calling me off the internet. Warm lead. And one uncomfortable conversation. 
for me in building a VIP list, the uncomfortable conversation is me calling that big time whale that I'm a little nervous about. 15, 2, and 1. If I do that every single day, oh my gosh, my greatness tracker fills up. Oh my gosh, I hit my dashboard. And then I might get a pat on the back. I like pats on the back. It's very nice. A lot of my students are like, all right, I'm going to call these VIPs. And then they're like, what do I say? Now, I think you're in the top 1% if you just make the call. But around here, we like to be in the top 1% of 1%. So what I do is, what really constitutes a great conversation? So I have six elements of greatness that I'm focused on when I'm trying to call these people. So write one through six on your paper. The first thing that I'm focused on that's the hardest to measure but super important is enhance the relationship. Enhance the relationship. So we do that by taking them through Ford or Frog. Who's ever heard of that? Raise your hand. It's an act family, occupation, recreation, dreams, goals. You actually have this conversation with them. You're getting more connected. Now, I like lots of transactions, so sometimes I become transactional. And I used to be like, oh, hey, Jeremy, how you doing? Well, I'm really struggling. My nephew had a really hard thing that just happened, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Hey, well, hey, do you know anybody that needs to buy or sell a home? So I have to actually slow down, and what I also do is three questions. I have to ask three questions of them to really go deep, listen to what they're saying. So that's me enhancing the relationship. The number two thing, give a lead. Givers gain mentality. If you are a realtor, you are missing the boat. How many people send their buyer to a lender? Nobody? Yeah, we all send our buyer to a lender. We're really good at that referral, but do you refer the roofer or the lawn guy or the pool guy or your CPA or your financial planner or your insurance guy every time? Probably not. You're missing the boat. Givers gain. Great conversation. Number three, no-brainer, get a lead. If you are getting a lead, there's not much better than that. Number four, find a need, fill a need. We're always trying to be a value. So I ask enough questions. Oh, they have a need. If I can fill that, now I'm valuable. If I'm valuable, I'm super important in their life. Number five, set an appointment. For a realtor, the all-time greatest appointment you can set, a listing appointment. Buyer's consultation, meeting with a referral partner. I don't care if it's, hey, mom, we're going to Sunday brunch for Mother's Day. She's going. I set an appointment. Hey, I got happy hour on Thursday. You going? Cool. I'll see you there. That's an appointment. And the last thing that realtors shy away from, I have no idea why, specifically ask for business. Specifically ask for business. Oh my gosh, you guys are so great. I know you can help me out. I feel like I'm trying to take my business to the next level and I know you can help me. Can I ask you for a favor? Can you send me one, just one person that needs to buy or sell a home in the next 30 days? You put a time on it. You use words like commit. That's specifically asking for business. So when I'm on Mondays and I'm calling my VIPs, I got to talk to 15 of them and I got to make sure that it's great. I got to make sure it's awesomely great. The other thing that's just naturally good about me is I'm pretty vulnerable and I'm pretty real and I'm pretty raw. I always have like a story I'm telling. So one of the greatest stories that I've been telling for like the last couple months, and it's really painful, is my daughter, I'm divorced, my daughter goes over to her mom's house and she lives with a guy. And my daughter keeps coming back. She's like, you know, you'd really like Mr. Josh. He's a really great guy. 
And this is the story that I'm telling everybody, which makes me pretty vulnerable. Kind of tough to deal with. It's a thing I'm dealing with in my life. And I let the VIPs know what I'm struggling with. And they're like, oh, wow, here's what I'm struggling with. When you're vulnerable, you make that connection. So call the VIPs consistently. Actually do it. When I look at 156 deals out of my 222 transactions, and they're all VIPs, I was like, all right, what's the second thing that I really do here? And Kendra hit it on the head. I do some high-level gifting. So what does that look like? Really expensive gifts? Is that what it looks like? No? It's like I actually have an all-about-you form. And all the all-about-you form as their birthday, their spouse's birthday, their kids' names, their kids' birthday, who their favorite sports team is, what their favorite candy is, what their favorite snack is, what their favorite drink is, what their favorite charity is. Now, I have 50 VIPs, and I have to ask you guys a question. If you have a VIP list, how many of you actually have an all-about-you form on all of them with their favorite charity, with their kids' birthdays? Stand up. I'm sitting down because I don't have it. There's like four of us in the room. And this is one of the most basic things that we've ever done. An all-about-you form so we can gift at a very, very high level. So have an all-about-you form. Actually use it to gift. Every single daily team meeting, at the very end of the meeting, I say, where's an opportunity to gift? Where's an opportunity to gift? That's part of our everyday daily team meeting where I can see, hey, this VIP, we had a great conversation here. Let's get him this gift. Where's their all-about-you form? Let's get him this gift. Level gifting. So, we're calling them on Mondays with the six elements of greatness, 15, 2, and 1 in mind. We're gifting at a high level with the all-about-you form. Now, of the 156 transactions, I had eight people that sent me 81 closed transactions. Eight people, 81 deals. Wow, is right. I was like, what am I even doing with these guys? So what we're doing, one time per month, we have a breakfast, and at this breakfast, I'm coaching them. Anybody intimidated by that? So I heard a couple of yeses. At first, I was intimidated by this, but I have a coach. They tell me exactly what's going on. So they're like, hey, we're working on teams. Here's all the team stuff we're working on. Hey, we're working on money. Here's what the P&L looks like. Hey, we're reading this book right now. So guess what I do in the breakfast with all my eight guys? I just tell them exactly what Kendra's telling me and exactly what Rick's telling me. And then I look like an expert. So I've got my insurance guy and my financial planner and my lender. I got a guy that builds pools. I got a guy that builds houses. I've got a guy that is in the alarm business. I got a car guy that runs car dealerships and we just hang out once a month for breakfast. And I am like their leader in terms of coaching. And it's almost ridiculous. I don't feel qualified, but I'm just giving the information that's passed through me from Roy and Kendra and Rick, and I'm just telling them what they're telling me, and they're like, Patrick's amazing. I have to give them all my deals. One time a month breakfast where you're coaching them. The other thing that I do, one time a month, you got to hang out. Got to hang out. I was raised in Chicago. I love the Cubs and the Bears. I live in San Antonio. I love the Spurs. So all three of my teams suck right now. It's unfortunate. So one of the last events that we did, we went to the Spurs game, hung out, and we're like, please win the game, even though it doesn't mean anything. But it was still fun, so we're hanging out at the Spurs game. We golf all the time, over to my house. I grill out all the time. We're having a good time. We go, we did eye fly. Has anyone ever done that? I'm scared to death to, like, actually skydive, but we did this eye fly, and, like, the wind's blowing your face, and we have all these funny pictures, and it's, like, eight dudes in the business world doing eye fly, and our cheeks are flying all over the place, and we have funny pictures. 
It's amazing. One of that high-level gifting, I took all those pictures and sent it out to all the eight guys. Very cool stuff. So, on Mondays, if you're a realtor, you're calling the VIPs with that six elements of greatness. You're thinking to yourself, 15 of these have to be great. You're being a little vulnerable and sharing your story. Number two is you're gifting at a very high level with the All About You form. And number three, you're coaching and hanging out with that group. Now, every once in a while I have a bad day. Anybody have a bad day before? So every day that I'm going to work, I'm thinking, okay, my benchmark on did I do a good job is 15, 2, and 1. When I feel really good, I dominate those 15 calls, and I'm giving them that six elements of greatness, and I'm asking for business, and I'm being vulnerable, and I'm sharing that story, and I'm like pumped up. And they're pumped up. But how often do you actually feel like A lot of times where I'm like, man, I just, I can't really get it together. And I've been through a lot of struggles, and I've had a lot of people in my life that have helped me raise up. So I've got somebody in my life who's like, you got to do a daily gratitude journal. And if I come from a place of grace and gratitude, I'm like, wow, I can't really be in a bad mood. This is pretty amazing. The other thing that I do is daily affirmations. I used to have a philosophy that I look good in clothes. Now my philosophy is I have to look good with my shirt off. So I write it down. I'm like, I look really good with my shirt off. It makes me feel really good about myself, and it makes me feel like I'm just in a little bit better mood. Now, I mentioned I'm from Chicago. Anybody know Michael Jordan? One of the greatest, most competitive athletes. He's like that, that cleaner mentality. One of the greatest moments that I think I've grown up in Chicago and, and watching him play, the 97 playoffs, it's tied 2-2, two to two, Utah versus the Bulls. So it's tied, and everyone knows that whoever wins that game three is going to win the championship. And it comes out that Jordan might be sick. He's got the flu. Anybody hear about the flu game before? So I'm there, a little kid, and I see him, and I'm like in middle school. He, he comes out, he's dressed. I'm like, yes, Jordan's going to play. So the first quarter, he comes out, and he's doing his thing. And like Russell, he can't even guard Russell, and Russell's not that good. I'm like, take Jordan out. He's not any good. What's going on? And this is like Jordan fan. I got my Bulls gear on. I'm like in eighth grade. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, I've never said it before, but you got to take him out. He's just not feeling it. And then something inside of Jordan clicked, and his teammates are there, and Phil Jackson's felt like literally he'd be on the bench ice pack on his head, and I'm like, he just can't even make it. Scored zero points in the first quarter, but he finished the game. He finished the game with 38 points, nine boards, seven assists, two blocks, two steals in three quarters. He took the last second shot to put him up by six to win the game. And there's an iconic moment where he falls to the ground, and Scottie Pippen picks him up. Anybody know this photo? It's like Scottie Pippen's embracing Jordan, helping him carry him off the court. Now, you have a decision to make. You learn some really great tactics. There's some really great things that you can do. But not every day you're going to feel like doing them. In the core, we have some awesome people that literally, if you give it your all and you decide to get it done every single day, no matter what, it's like, I have the flu, I can't do it. Well, get it done anyway. Score your 38 points. And when you're all, and you've given it your all and you're just laying there and you're, I'm telling you, there's enough of us that will be your Scotty Pippen and carry you off the court. You just have to choose to do it. So take these tactics and get it done. Hey, look, it's 10 o'clock. Go out there, lose some fluid, get some fluid, hang out. You've been listening to The Core's Sales Training Boot Camp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.